Welcome to Sunday Showcase. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Good morning, one and all. I'm Jack Ward, and here with David Alt, we are the hosts of the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama, The Sonic Society. Yes, good morning, everyone. The Sonic Society is enjoying its 16th year. Doesn't that just make you feel old, Jack? It does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> <laughs> bringing you the very best of modern audio plays. And today is no exception as we explore the first episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, by Cosmic Canvas Studios. And the third outing of Red Hawk Radio's Kiss of the Dragon's Curse. And we're soon to be playing all of Red Hawk's shows on Monday matinee. But as usual, we're getting ahead of ourselves as we begin <laughs> this week with We're So Bad at Adventuring, right here on the Sonic Society. We're so bad at adventuring. say what a lovely morning yeah it's so quiet too so very peaceful it's weird to think that the entire army is rolling out to the big battle so that they may defeat the forces of darkness yet it's so quiet here yeah even more weird uh is the fact that we're completely alone in the barracks and uh everything and everyone's gone swords weapons men who usually yell at me to wake up all of them gone yeah, King Valorous and the Glorious Army of Good did, in fact, mobilize this morning. Wait, what? That, that's right. They were all getting packed and ready to go, and they told me to wake you up, and I was going to, but... But but what? I, I figured I could just catch a few more minutes of sleep, and... You're meaning to tell me that we slept through the process of an entire army, a battalion of over 50,000 soldiers packing up and moving out? That's the story I'm going to stick to, you know, as opposed to me hiding in a closet where you ever slept. Why were you hiding in a closet? Theoretically, I wasn't hiding. I was... I was tactically avoiding being seen. With a face like that, I tactically avoid being seen all the time. Says the man who's so unaware that he somehow managed to sleep through the auditory equivalent of a herd of elephants moving through the barracks. Hey, I'm a heavy sleeper, all right? I rely on others to keep me alert and conscious. Ugh! Dude, we missed the moving out. We're, we're gonna get in a ton of trouble, man. You know, for a glorious army dedicated to goodness and joy, they sure beat the crap out of you as a means of discipline. Oh, don't, don't worry about that, chap. We've got no reason to worry. In fact, this worked out rather well. We can just kick back for a couple and then follow them from a distance, catching up with them just in time for the big battle to be over. They'll never even realize it. We'll just show up and say, Oh, wow, wasn't that a crazy big battle? Remember that one part where it looked like we were going to lose and then an unlikely hero showed up and saved the day? That was crazy. We're going to get flogged until we can't walk. The big battle is hinging on us showing up and participating. Remember our slogan, dude. When numbers win, everyone's corpse counts. Is is that really our almond slogan? Yeah. Didn't you read the brochure? Let me try to explain something to you. We're guards who are serving in the royal army. 
We're nobodies. No one will miss us, and when we show up, quite frankly, no one will notice. Has anyone command ever even gotten your name right? We all wear the exact same kind of armor. Five different men have been incarcerated because my superior thought they were me. Exactly! The role of a guard may seem glorious, but our real job is to just get stabbed once and then die. That's also in the brochure. Don't you read, man? Why do you accept all this so readily? Think about it this way. Isn't this just a job to you? Do you even know why we're engaged in this war? I, uh, know it involves, uh, I think the world will forever be encased in darkness? Maybe? I don't know. The king just goes on and on in his speeches. But I am pretty sure the world is in peril. Exactly. The world's in peril for, like, what, the tenth time this year? Look, our job is to look like we're trying without getting killed or maimed. Who, who's there? Uh-oh. Oh, it's some old lady. The crooked eye. And a, a gaze that seems to see my very soul. I think that's just a cleaning lady. No, 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 no. That gaze burns the very part that makes me, well, me. Look at her in the eyes. I don't even think she speaks. Hey, uh, what's her language called? English. That doesn't sound right. Uh, fine, let's just call it common language of all men. Now that sounds right. Excuse me, young men, but I have a startling and dark prophecy to share. Um, um n- no thank you, ma'am. But I am a seer of the greatest regard. I can see into the very future and your very soul. See, I told you there's some soul-burning action. No thanks, ma'am. We're fine. But what about you, sir? The shorter one with the stoutness about him and the strength of heart and the courage that abounds. I do not know who she is talking to. You, young man, do you wish to hear the future? Eh, not really. What do you mean, not really? I'm a guard in the king's army. I literally have no destiny other than to follow a large horde of soldiers and stab things, or people, sometimes both, with my spear. But the spirits tell me so much more! Hey, do the spirits tell you who's going to win next week's gladiator matches? Uh, what? No! That power is too mystical for something so petty. Hey, you say petty, I say useful. Come on, think about it. There's all sorts of things I can reveal. How about you reveal which way the army went? They went to the east, toward the Valley of Goodness and Righteousness. But be warned, you will face three... Nope, nope. You're done, lady. Make sure you clean this place up nice and good. Come on, you... anyone who doesn't want to have some big, exciting destiny. I have my own reasons for avoiding the headaches of being prophesied over. What's your deal, uh, spear guy? It, it's Bob, all right? My name's Bob. What's your name again? Thornburg? Oh, no, no. It's Thornwick, actually. So, uh, Bob. Where is this the fortune-telling hack? Eh, believe it or not, I'm actually very disinterested in that kind of stuff. Quite frankly, the king promised anyone who participates in the big battle some land and a nice house. So that's really the only thing I care about. Destinies are for jerks. Ah, I see. Well, the only reason I'm in the army is because, well, I'm a convicted felon who's too educated to be executed. Wait, what? You know, it's a long story, but rest assured, I'm a very, very guilty man. This is just a way for me to work off my debt. 
The only goal is to get to the big battle and survive it. It just royally upped our chances of making it out alive, though. We're slowing us down a bit. So you had planned this all along, ha! Huh? Wait, why me, though? Well, you know, because... Because... Well, because... Damn it, I actually thought you were Jackson, the really strong, courageous one. Ha! That's why I sleep with my helmet on. It's like being invisible. Nope, I'm Bob. Friendly, affable, and above all, a coward on all regards. You're a coward? Well, that's just great. So am I. I explicitly wanted someone to protect me as we were trying to catch up. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. I can guarantee you that. Hey, you said your name was Thornwick, right? That's right. Thornwick of Gladeville. Once a scholar, once a royal advisor, and more recently a convicted uh, insurrectionist. You tried to foment a revolution? Well, the plucky underdogs were trying to overthrow the king, and I just thought they had a good shot, so I joined them ten minutes before the coup ended. Figured it'd work out, and unfortunately, well, you know, it didn't end well. That's what you get for betraying your king. I'm a foreigner, actually. I'm not from Valoria. Is, is that really the name of this country? Jeez. All right, all right. So where are you from? Your mom's house. Come on, let's get moving before the army gets too far. We don't want them winning entirely without us. All right, so I'm guessing we just, uh, follow the footprints. Towards a forest of abject terror and insanity. That's... That's what a moron would do, Bob. Uh, no, it's what... Any person following the army would do, you know, follow the army. We're not actually trying to catch up to the army. We're just trying to catch up to the big battle. So what I suggest would be to take the road. There's not a single road that leads through the forest. It's a forest. They don't have roads. Not that. The road. You know, capital R. Oh, that huge freaking artifact built by mages centuries ago that glows way too brightly at night? That'd be the one. The road was designed to allow passengers to get exactly where they're going without all the dangers of going off the path. It's the only way to travel. It's not fast, though. It takes forever, and it's boring. I vote we go through the forest of abject terror and insanity. Bob, do you know what happens off the road? Adventure! Adventure? I'm not cut out for that! I'll abandon my post at the first sign of danger. Ah, come on. It's not so bad. I go off-road all the time. And how many times have you almost died off-road? Oh, it is a constant reoccurring thing. Everything off the road once you did. So why do you prefer it? Oh, I hate it, but my superiors always insist we go that way. Well, there's no one making you go this time. Ah, that's true. <gasps> dude, dude! Oh, I can finally travel without having to fight murder bushes, or eye rippers, or thunderstabbers. Yes, 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 yes. We could skip all of those grisly haws and get to the big battle slightly late, but not too late. Score! I am so down for this. Let's go to the road right now. Hark to those who seek the road! Oh, check it out. Some girl in robes at the entrance, waving her arms. Excuse us, we're trying to get on the road. Be warned, for the road leads to death- Exactly where we are headed. And where is it you're headed? Ooh, the big battle. The road is deadly. Within it lies terror oh, and... Oh, goodness. Listen, lady. I know you probably work for some bandits, and they send you a good deal of money to trick people into going off-road, where they then rob people. So try your sales tactics elsewhere. You you seriously think that's what we do? I'm trying to warn you here about the dangers, and think that's because bandits pay me? Well, every entrance to the road has a check like you. And your only conclusion is that we're all paid by bandits to lure travelers into getting mugged, rather than the road being dangerous? Well, I've never been hurt on the road. Bob, have you ever been hurt on the road? Well, my fiancé left me while traveling to scout out wedding locales on it, so yeah. Yeah, I've been hurt by the road real bad. 
You weren't... Yeah, the road didn't facilitate your woman leaving you. Well, it helped. Is, is that why you avoid the road? Look, I'm not saying it stole my woman, but it basically stole my woman. Oh my gosh, I so wish you were Jackson right now. I kind of do too. That guy was cool. Will you not heed my warning? How about you heed uh, us ignoring you? Oh, dude, we should leap on the road. N- no. I- I'm leaping. One, two... Yeah, I'm, I'm not leaping. I'm counting down for the both of us. I- I'm-, I'm still not leaping. One, two, three, ha! Yeah, see, I didn't leap. I strolled very casually, mind you. Like, like, I don't even know you. You don't know me. I mean, we are complete strangers. I didn't even know you were alive until I met you today. You can literally say that to any stranger. Or your strange dad who suddenly reappears. Bob, I'm beginning to have serious doubts about your stability. Ha! That's what my woman said before she left me for an ancient artifact as old as time. Let's just walk. No, I don't know how far it is to the big battle. Well, I'm going to keep saying it until we're there. No, I don't remember the road being this rumbly. Ooh, does the road feast on humans? Because maybe those are hunger rumbles. Um, it, it seems like there's this magical energy in the sky and it's been disrupted. The normally white luminescence seems to be turning all sorts of vivid colors. Oh, oh, I think I know what's happening. The, the road, it's experiencing a, uh, road... Roadquake! <laughs> That's not a thing. It, it can't be a thing. Is it a thing? I don't know, but look, the road is in front of us. It's being torn to pieces. Explosions everywhere. Oh it's my stuck. gosh. Oh my gosh, the, the ground's being shredded by some kind of force. Lightning shooting out of the sky. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now I really know what it is. It's called a, uh, Maelstrom. Yeah, a Maelstrom. See, like, uh, yeah, the road's collecting magical energy, and sometimes, like, maybe once in a million or whatever, it goes crazy and tries to kill everyone on it. Are you being for real? Oh, I made, I made all of this up. But look at it, man. The road's going nuts. We gotta jump off. Off the road, we'll die. Not immediately. Dude, dude, get back. The ground's going to collapse beneath us and we'll fall into an eternal void. Is that an eternal void? Are you just making it up? I'm so scared. I'll believe anything you say. Then we got to jump, dude. Last chance. Okay, fine. We need to jump on three, so we both make it to the location together. Okay, now I just knew you're lying. It's a team-building exercise. What's up, great jump? I didn't say I was ready. (sighs) Okay, okay. We're, We're off the road. Man, that was hardcore. Uh, okay. All right, I'm, I'm feeling a bit shaky, but we'll, we'll be okay. Hmm. I have no idea where we are. Well, we can't be too far from the road. I, I can see it shining from here. Why are we away from the road? Shouldn't it be right behind us? We, we left up early, so it just teleported us somewhere random. Oh, well, we should get to the road then. I've never seen that happen, so, like, it totally shouldn't happen again. Well, true. We are in some kind of forest, though. Can you navigate towards the road? Oh, sure. I served mainly as a scout in the army. Oh, a scout, a spearman. You've got quite the skill set, haven't you? Bob, I may have misjudged you. Yeah, well... Well, well what? I'm pretty sure we're lost. It's been six minutes. Yeah, and I don't see the glow of the road at all. Man, all of these trees look the same. Didn't you just say you were a scout? I didn't say I was a good one. Okay, well, well no, no worries. We'll be fine. Just gotta find our bearings and... Help! Help! My wagon's been robbed! Well, that was fast. Hey, check that guy out. His wagon's flipped over on its side. He's waving to us. Yes, I see that. We're going to have to find some way to get around him. Shouldn't, shouldn't we help the guy? Help how? I was on caravan detail for a while. I can totally fix his ride. Does he look like someone who needs his ride being fixed? Yes. 
Look at, look at him. He's making eye contact. He seems rather eager. Like he has something exciting to say. He's also shouting that he's been robbed. So? So, so this is clearly a quest we're looking at. A quest? Really? Guaranteed, my friend. This man's been robbed by probably some noble bandit who in turn is trying to make a living out in exile. When we catch up with him, we'll remind him of the good in him, and the next thing you know, we're lackeys to a guy who's much better looking than us and will definitely get the treasure, the maiden, and say the cool quote before killing the major villain. We're mostly just comic relief, and one of us is probably going to have to die to motivate him or something. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Quests are horrible, Bob. So this dude's really not just trying to get his wagon fixed? I have never seen anyone look so eager over a busted wagon. Look, he's practically trying to flag us down. Yeah, now that you mention it, it does look like he's got something more to say than like, Hey, can you help me flip my wagon? Exactly, Bob, exactly. I'm, I'm surprised you got it. Hey, I see quest opportunities all the time, and I see the same jerks go for quests. They get wrecked in like 15 minutes, all right? I just didn't think a wagon was a quest. I want to stay far away from any kind of thrilling adventures, daring actions, or heroic deeds. Yes, 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 exactly. All this nonsense about doing quests and fighting evil villains and Dugan just leads to headaches. Let's find a way around him. That's a Pegasus. Incredible, a winged horse. What's it doing there all alone? It it appears to be trapped in some kind of metal, um, trap. Oh, come on, let's go free it. I I am perfectly willing to watch you do that. Can you at least count while I try to pry it open? You know, I'll get back to you on that. Ah, Fine. One, two, three. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dude, it is totally kneeling before us. I, I I think it wants us to ride it. Dude! Do you think it'll take us to the army? Well, well maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. We can get it to take us straight to the Valley of Righteousness and Goodness, and we can get a good vantage point to watch for the best opportunity to join the battle. Best of all, we don't have to risk the road storm again. That sounds like a plan. Hop on! Dude, I cannot believe I'm going to fly on a freaking flying horse today. Well, you know, you know, I don't normally say this kind of thing, but this is amazing! I've never even thought this kind of thing was possible. Riding a horse? Don't, don't you do it all the time? Not a flying one. It's literally the same thing as riding a regular horse, except in the air. Okay, well, it's nothing like riding a horse. What? Greetings, noble heroes. Thank you for freeing me. But now I must ask you to help free my noble clan. What? Ah, great. It talks. Yes, and now I am taking you to the legendary Pegasus Island, where no mortal man has walked in a thousand years, so that you may aid my people in our struggle against the evil. Oh, no, you don't. What are you doing? I'm going to stab it in the wings. Take us down, you feathered bastard. Ouch! Hey, stop! There's no way I'm going on a frickin' long, drawn-out quest involves horses that can talk, Thornwick. Bob, we're thousands of feet in the air. If you stab him, we'll die. It's worth the fall. Look, man, you had a long-winded explanation about why you want to avoid that quest, but I got my own reason. I'm a regular guy, okay? I like to follow orders, stab monsters, sometimes people, go home, and then get tanked. Adventures involve crap like finding yourself, philosophy, doing things for free, and ultimately realizing there's more to life than hanging out at home, doing some light reading and heavy drinking in between wars waged by your king. If we get caught up in adventure, we're going to start changing. And I don't know about you, but once an off-roader starts doing quests and adventures, they start to become heroes. You know those guys, right? The ones who are glorified pest control? The ones always yammering about higher causes and saving the world. Yeah. 
We'll end up like those guys. Bob, stab it. What the hell is wrong with you two? Ah, crap, hold on. He's doing some kind of barrel roll. Oh, oh no! Oof. Thornwick, Thornwick. You okay, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Seems seems we landed in some kind of thicket. Oh, I recognize this area. Do, do, do you really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're in the Forest of Madness and Terror. That's a horrible name. I think it's, it's there's like a law that all names have to have terrible names, you know? Cartographers are just lazy and dramatic. Anyway, I'm familiar with this place. How so? Well, you remember I was a scout for a good while. What happened? Well, my entire unit was massacred in this forest because I led them into it by accident. That bodes well. Round two coming up! We have been traveling for hours. I'm starting to feel hunger. So? Do you really want to forage for food in a place called the Forest of Madness and Terror? Well, it's not like everything would be madness-inducing in the forest. That, that'd just be ludicrous. Well, I'm not taking any chances. Hmm. Say, say, look look over there. Hey, it's a whole bunch of people. Awesome. They should be able to tell us how to get out of here. Hmm, no, no, no. It actually looks like they might be in the middle of something. Who cares? We're lost, and I'm pretty sure our nightmares manifest into reality here. So, like, come nightfall, we're both going to be devoured by my fear of goats. I, I just don't think it would be appropriate to interrupt them. Come on, man. Just go ask them. You do it. Fine, I will. And now, look on, as I slay you before your own mother, so that this feeble old woman may... Excuse me! Hey, hey, guys, don't, don't mean to interrupt, but we're a bit lost. Can you please point us towards the road? You have come to save your friend? Never! Oh, oh, no, 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 man. We're just lost. No one's saving anyone. If you could just point towards the road... That would be great. Guards, seize them, and then murder them after you seize them. Ah, crap. Thornwick, run! Way ahead of ya! Hey, you, get over here. No way! Stop moving! Ha <laughs> ha, never! Psst, Bob, up here. Thornwick, how brilliant to hide in the trees that eat flesh. Wait, what? Freeze, freeze, oh, freeze! Quick, leap into my arms as I'm running, but I'm not stopping, so you better jump now. Fine. On the count of three. What, what is it with you and counting? I have a problem, okay? Three! Here, gotcha. Come on, Thornwick, we gotta run. Hey, are those the flesh-eating trees? Freeze, freeze. All right, follow me, man. Goodness, I didn't even know those creatures existed. How did you know? As a rule of thumb, I assume any type of tree in these kinds of forests are the kind that want to kill you. Well, I do suppose that's a good rule. Say, that man back there, did, did you know who he was? That guy in the all-black armor and the flaming sword? Yeah, yeah that, that was Lord Egregious. <laughs> Lord Egregious? Uh, makes me wonder what his parents were thinking when they named him. Oh, I know. Let's give little Junior a name that'll guarantee he'll take pleasure in torturing cats. I have all you want at the name. He's the most evil man in all the land. Yeah, aren't we at war with him? It's said that he desires to destroy all living things. Well, maybe just take over our nation. That's a pretty big difference. Either way, I believe he's waging war against our nations that he may steal the staff of hope and joy. Oh, yes. That staff. Shut up. What's an evil badass planning to do with a staff of hope and joy? Well, he'll definitely use it to kill all living things. Because that's definitely what the name Staff of Hope and Joy indicates. You know, you'd think so, but I am. That it can melt skulls. Like, like even if you're not in the same room as it. If it could melt skulls, then why doesn't our king just use it on Egregious rather than fight him in the big battle? You know, all good questions. But an even better one is how do we completely run in a circle and end up back where we started? Get them! Well, that was an impressive escape. You cried, and when the gods went to console you, you threw sand in their eyes. Escapes are not impressive in their ability to keep our dignity. 
but their ability to keep us alive. That's, well, amazingly well said for something so shameful. Hey, it's on my family crest. Besides, it's not like you were any better, dude. You immediately renounced loyalty to your country and then offered to serve Lord Egregious. And had you not grabbed me by the arm and dragged me into these blasted woods again, I'd... Ah, shut it. Do you hear that? Tally hell. And what? Who goes there? Step lightly, for my vow is knocked and my arrows are ready. Who's this jerk? Uh, He looks like a homeless Peter Pan. I'm Ben Gear, the elf, and this forest is my home. Great. Well, Mr. Elf, sir, I happen to be Thornwick, and this is my companion Bob. We've unfortunately gotten very lost and are currently being pursued by hordes of angry guards for, well, reasons unclear. I see. To exit the forest, you must overcome the challenge of the heart. Ooh, does that involve stabbing an elf? Because consider that challenge already passed. Bob, no! Ah! You just murdered that elf! Eh? Oh, no, not really. Elves are just manifestations of the trees, dude. Do you seriously even travel? They always do the same thing. They manifest bodies, lure us to their home tree, and that then devours us. Bob, why are all trees evil? I have little to no idea. I, I do have to say, I am impressed with all the ways you know how the world is trying to kill you. Eh, I'm in a traveling army. You know how much crap we have to put up on a daily basis? Everything off the road wants to kill you. Hmm, I'm growing tired. We should rest for a bit. Good thinking. Here, this abandoned crypt looks like a good spot to sleep while hidden. You, you mean that, that huge, desolate-looking tomb where the words destruction and badness shall only reap sadness and scrapped upon it? Any port in a storm. Well... All right. For the record, though, I don't think... Oh, wow. Wow, he's asleep. Thornwick. Thornwick. Wake up. What? There's some guy. He's poking around outside. So, why did you wake me up? You're the one with the martial skills. Yeah, just hit him. You know, I don't think that'd be cool. It doesn't look like he's hurting anyone. When has that stopped you? Um, every time? You know we're basically lawkeepers, right? Yet, you stabbed that elf. An evil elf. And a pegasus. A mildly inconveniencing pegasus. Who may have been kidnapping us? Okay, well, I'll give you that. So, what, you believe in things like morality and good? Why are you doing the air quote things with your fingers when you say good? Hmm? Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh, he's coming over here. Ah, crap, just don't move. I can clearly see you two. Do not fear, for I have come to thank you for your help. Your distraction freed me from my captor. And now I must set about to avenge my fallen mother. I thought they were going to kill you in front of your mother. Oh, well, yeah, actually they let her go. But Egregious definitely killed someone close to me. I have literally no patience for your backstory. Are you giving us cash or what? Excuse me? You know, money for saving your skin. I fear I have no money, but I have an offer for you. Join me in my noble quest to defeat Lord... No. no. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? No. no. Now scram, guy. Seriously, we don't have to deal with you, you heck. Shh. Lord Egregious's men are everywhere. Hey, guys, some kind of small-time hero's hiding over here, and I don't think you killed anyone important to him at all. You betray me. And Egregious totally killed, uh, my dad? Yeah, th- that's probably the way your mother explained it, that really long trip to the market, isn't it? He was getting a loaf of bread. Hey, I think I heard someone over here by that abandoned crip. Look, a lever. Quick, pull it. Yeah, I've been pulling on it back and forth for like ten minutes. Nothing's happening. I, I think you're pulling it the wrong way. Oh, yeah, check that out. Hey, why did the ground just suddenly open? Oh! Ouch. Of course. 
This must be the legendary crypt of Algoir. That's why Egregious and his lackeys have been combing through this forest. Legend has it that there is a weapon of immense... Hey, why are you still jabbering? Don't you see? We have a head start. We can seize the artifact before Egregious gets it. And why would we do that? Because we're heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, man. We're, we're really not. I mean, you might be with your sweet suit of armor and award-winning grin, but I'm quite honestly paid by the day. Uh, well, there's no way out. You must aid me to escape from this place. Ah, that's where you're wrong. See this? I call them stones. There's hundreds of them just everywhere. Pile up enough of them, and they should be high enough for us to get out the way we came. Or we wait for the bad guys to throw down a rope ladder, and then hastily climb out after telling them which direction you went. You you, you guys are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was that guy crying as he ran off? I totally think so. <laughs> so much for a hero. You know, for being a relatively good-natured man, you, you sure hate heroes. Eh, you know, my dad, he left to be one when I was ten. Really? That's so sad. Oh, I, I didn't mean like, he didn't abandon us. I mean, he came back in the same year, but he just, he just never shut up about his big adventure. It was the absolute worst. Wow, that's tough. Every single week he'd talk about something related to his time saving the world for almost fifteen years. But, but but he did save the world, right? I mean, c come on, you should be grateful for that. Look, I'm glad the world's still here, and he was an alright dad by far, but every single time we'd have company, he'd take out the head of Gilbreth the dragon and be all like, oh, check out the skull of the one beast that was meant to rain havoc on mankind. Ugh, well, I can imagine how embarrassing that would be. Ugh. Most heroes are posers, and that guy was a class A poser. He claimed his mom was killed, but she totally wasn't. Yeah, what is up with that? And most of these guys have, like, really tame backstories, so they try to spice it up. All right, well, let's get to piling these stones. And we're out. That was easy. Tell me about it. Come on, what are the chances of this happening again? Uh, pretty good, considering you grabbed Egregious's black armored hand to help pull you out of the hole. You two are fascinating. You wear the armor of the army of good, yet you are complete cowards. Tell me your last request before I kill you. Um, hey, I got a question. Why are you going to kill us? Because all who cross me must die. Well, well you know, cr like cross you as in betray you, or, or just come across your path? <laughs> hmm. Uh, betray me, I guess. Yeah. We, we haven't betrayed you. I mean, honestly, we barely even know you. Still, you, you allowed the Knight Gabriel to escape from my clutches. Oh, he's headed to the artifact right now. We've done you a favor, ma'am. How so? Well, heroes always look like they're about to get the artifact first, but you, you're almost definitely going to arrive just in the nick of time to snatch it. That's almost... That almost always happens, yeah. Yeah, like clockwork. In fact, you know, I was working mercenary detail for a while, but after a few weeks I noticed we always arrived just in the nick of time before stealing the artifact. Then I realized my employer was totally lying about being a good guy. Okay, so what then? Now I'll kill two nameless jerks and then steal the treasure. But, but, but why kill us? I mean, we've literally, I mean, mildly inconvenienced you. You think the great Lord Egregious cares? Do you see that man there? He bears the armor of my own army and look on as I slay him. <laughs> see how no one seemed to flinch? For what is the value of life? Holy crap, did you just kill that guy? Y yes. You jerk! That dude was working for you. 
You literally did nothing except inconvenience yourself to prove a mild point. Doesn't this bother any of the rest of you? Your employer just murdered your buddy to prove a point to guys in guard armor. Uh, you know, that, uh, yeah, that really wasn't cool. Silence! Human life means nothing to me. Yeah, I get that, but seriously, dude, what did that guy even do to you? He stood in my way. Did you even know his name? It was Tony. Ah, crap, did I really just kill Tony? Oh, that guy was in charge of my scheduling. Not cool, man. All right, fine. You're right, you're right, that wasn't cool of me. But now you will see my wrath. Um, we just saw it. You know, when you killed someone who you actually needed? Eh, just stab them, guards! Make them pay for what they did to Tony! Okay, what, sir, sir, with all due respect- Anyone else want to complain? I heard that one in the back call you a mama's boy. <laughs> Come on, I'll take on my entire army! Well, well he's really going to town on his own, guys. Man, they really aren't resisting him. Well, this is the Let's go! Did we really just trick him into killing his own men and steal his horse? Emerald Klomstoff is just the best horse in the world, isn't he? <laughs> Indeed. This is a monster! Can you, uh, can you believe it waited till we were by a lake to throw us off? The, the lake was full of doom serpents, the deadliest of all serpents. I don't think we're ever gonna get out of this forest. Are you sure? Because cause I think I see the exit right there. You're kidding me! A clearing! And look, it leads to a crossroads. <laughs> this is almost a miracle. Oh, definitely a miracle. There you are! Is that, is that seriously the guy with the cart? How did he even get here? Noble heroes, I fear I have been robbed by the great... Oh, great. Oh, Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring. If you enjoyed it, and I mean, really, why, why wouldn't you enjoy it? Please subscribe, and don't forget to check out the links below, and don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode of twists and turns and hijinks. Check us out at terribleadventures.com and like us on Facebook, or, you know, send us a tweet at something. Frankly, I don't really know what all these words mean, but I'll honestly read anything in front of me. Every curse has a price. Born in grief, born in fear, born in blood, they are ravenous for sorrow and pain. In cursing the humans, Damiel had cursed the dragons. We only had to wait and see what form the curse would take. They still haven't hatched. Not a single egg has hatched in the eight seasons since we left our home. The additional nesting materials did nothing to raise the temperature of the eggs? They're as cold as stone. Let us try submerging them in a warm water bath. We'll set up a schedule of dragons to warm the water, periodically. Mother Elder, they're dead, and we haven't laid any eggs since. This makes no sense. All the conditions are appropriate to hatch the eggs. I'm going to take a trip to the forest community to see if they have any ideas on how to fix this. Did you hear that, Clarice? Yeah, I did. It's the curse, isn't it? It can't be anything else. Well, we're in a new climate. Maybe the eggs don't like it. But that doesn't explain why not a single dragoness has laid an egg since. But it doesn't mean that it's Daniel's fault. The humans are dying. The compliment to that is dragons not being born. You can't ignore the truth. But what can we do about it? You know what we have to do.
No. We no. need to break the curse. He didn't say an exit clause on the curse. There's no condition under which it can be broken. Except through his death. But this is Daniel we're talking about. Sure, he's annoying, and yeah, he made a mistake, but we can't just kill him. Everyone is dying, human and dragon alike. He did this, and this is the only way to fix it. Why was it that to bring back life, we had to invoke death? I don't know. The rules of magic can be inexplicable. But Enin was right. The only way to heal the wound Daniel had caused was for him to die. Daniel's curse mentioned fire raining down from the sky. What do you think that is? Well, it could be something like rocks falling to earth from the sky. But given the reports we've been hearing about Daniel and Suna personally terrorizing towns, I'm going to guess it's dragon fire. They keep moving, and the humans are all scattered. How are we going to find them? We follow the path of destruction they left. It's so quiet up here now. Everyone is too afraid to fly now. One dragon death is worth so much more without any hatchlings. Claris? Yeah, Goose? What if I'm wrong? About what? About how to break the curse. What if we kill Damiel and nothing changes? I don't know. But do we have any other ideas? No. No, we don't. Whoa! I think we found the start of the curse. It's hard to describe utter desolation when you see it. For me, that day, it was the sight of a human hatchling, all by herself, walking through the scorched fields of grain. No other living being was around for miles. Every so often she would fall down, but didn't even seem to notice, getting right back up and continuing her trip to nowhere. How could this happen? There were so many humans here. Nothing is left now, predator or prey. It's been eight seasons. Under a curse. It still seems so drastic. We should have been here. Yeah, we should have. Do you hear that? Wings approaching? Yeah, I do. What is anyone else doing out here? This place is abandoned. Claris, it's Suna. Suna? But there haven't been any reports of her in the area for moons. She shouldn't be here. Well, why don't you tell her that? The little human had continued her slow trudge through the wheat. She might have been fine if at that very moment that Suna arrived, she hadn't tripped and fallen with a loud smack. This drew Suna's attention, and like an arrow, she dove, grasping the girl in her talons. Yet the hatchling didn't make a sound, staring dolefully out, seeming already to accept her fate with the grace of an elder. Suna, what are you doing? Ridding the world of the scourge of humans like I promised. But she's just a hatchling. She can't do any harm. That's all humans can do is cause pain. I'll be saving her from herself and from other humans. Just look at her face. Why would I do that? Just look at her face. What do you see? I see nothing. Exactly. There's nothing left of her. Does this give you any happiness? Killing humans who are already as good as dead? I promise the humans vengeance. This isn't vengeance. This is being a mindless beast. But what can I do? The humans used to be fierce and brutal. Monsters. 
attacking for no reason. But now they're pathetic, weak, and starved. There's no glory in this. We need to break the curse. Without breaking it, humans and dragons will be wiped from the face of the land. So if we broke the curse, war against the humans could be fought with honor, claw against steel. Why do you want to kill them so badly? Because I already died. You didn't. Yes, I did. We need you to kill Damiel. Annan, we haven't discussed this. Yeah, but if she kills him, we don't have to. That makes absolutely no sense. Why do you want me to kill Damiel? I don't kill dragons. I kill humans. Damiel set the curse that is killing the humans, but it also led to the dragon eggs not hatching. But we don't want you to do anything, except put that hatchling down. So killing him would end the curse? He set the curse and didn't give any way to break it, so we're guessing so. Then I'll deal with him for you. He's scrawny. It won't be hard. That won't be necessary. We can clean up our own mess. Because you've done such a good job so far. That isn't fair. Isn't it? Funny. I never claimed to be fair. You seem to care about this pathetic girl. Let me kill him or she gets dropped. You're deranged. One. Two. Okay. Fine. Just put her down gently. Good choice. Humans have a saying about the lesser of two evils. But life isn't that simple. There are never two choices, but many, each of which influences the next. And we made a choice. Damiel has been following a figure-eight pattern. He hits the villages in one direction until he hits the sea, then he circles back and hits them again while they're rebuilding, varying the pattern every so often so they don't guess when he's coming back. That's very meticulous. Very, Damiel. Very boring, if you ask me. Not that he did, clearly. Is there a point to this, Suna? Yes, there is. Because of this pattern, I know within a certain distance where Damiel will be at any time. So we'll be able to find him? Yes, and then we'll kill him. Yep, that's the plan. You don't need to sound so eager about it. You're so touchy, little one. I'm going to scout ahead. Tail me at a distance and we'll be on our way. We can't trust her. Well, I mean, our goal is to break the curse. We need someone like her, unfortunately. But after the curse is broken, what if she turns on us? We just have to pay attention. That's all we can do. The flight to where Damiel was expected to be was tense. No birds chirped. Sheep were no longer in pastures. Even the water was eerily still with no movement. It was as if all of nature held its breath to see how this was going to turn out. There he is, right next to the burning human cave. He doesn't look like Damiel anymore. Look at his eyes. They're haunted. How can we just kill him? He's broken. Just like the girl back there. You don't get to back out now. I need the humans good and healthy so I can exterminate them. Does she even hear herself? Herself and you. Ah, friends. Welcome to my humble war zone. Have you come to join the fight? And what fight is that? Well, all wars really boil down to the same thing. Someone took something from someone else. Uh, so that someone else decided to take something back from them. In the case of war, these things are usually lives. So since Tresla is dead, I'm here taking lives in return. Damiel, do you realize 
that the dragon eggs aren't hatching, the curse countercursed them. Life and death are two parts of a never-ending cycle. When both cease, so will all the suffering. He's completely insane. And you know it's bad when Suna says that. So, just to confirm, you do not care at all that we haven't had a single hatchling in any dragon community for eight seasons. Who am I to interfere with the course of nature? But you did interfere! You said a curse, and you're actively killing humans right now. Killing is nature. The humans killed Trisla, so I killed them. We're designed for killing, you know. Sharp teeth and claws, hot flame, armored bodies... I'm simply fulfilling our purpose. He makes really good points. Are you sure we have to kill him to break the curse? You literally just said he was crazy. I got new information. Opinions can change. Did you just say you were going to kill me? Suna, do you have to ruin all of our plans? You can't kill me. I have work to do. Important work. Killing humans? Yes. They weren't killing each other. They needed a predator. Do you hear how you sound? What would Trisla think of how you're acting? I don't know what she thinks, since she was murdered in cold blood. She wasn't murdered. She died saving you. And you're being obstinate. You know Trisla. She wanted peace. She wanted everyone to live in harmony. There is no harmony. Only death. Clearly, he can't be reasoned with. Can I kill him now? It just seems wrong. Well, luckily for you, I have no scruples. Damiel, I challenge you to a fight. Proclaim if you accept. Ah, the little damaged dragon. It'll be easy to prove my dominance over you. Once you're dead, I can continue my crusade against the humans without you stealing my kills. If you had the dominance you claimed, then I wouldn't have been able to steal your kills. You're going to have to be quicker than that if you want to catch me. Will I really? You have a pretty obvious tell. Gives you away. Well, it appears that you do too. Your tail missed me by five paces. Maybe I'm testing you, seeing what your reflexes are. Should we just swoop in and kill him? He couldn't fight all three of us at once. No, we aren't like Suna or the Knights. This has to be done with honor. Or the curse won't be broken. I don't know. But we've made it Suna's fight, and we have to let her win it. How can you block everything I'm doing? It's like you're two steps ahead of me. You fight with the stink of desperation. I can smell it on you. I can't fight him. We need to regroup. Retreat! That's against the rules of a challenge. You can't leave, Suna. I never claim to have honor, and there's no glory in losing. Will you take up her challenge? Why didn't you put a condition on your curse for breaking it? Do you accept the challenge? Please answer me. There has to be a reason you made it permanent. Maybe I just forgot. You don't forget anything. You can't expect me to believe that. Yeah. You arrange your kills by fur texture, animal group, and size. I didn't want the curse to be broken, obviously. No, that can't be it. There's another reason. Because you know that any curse can be broken, even if only by the death of the caster. By the death of the caster. Oh, that's it, isn't it? No. Whatever you're about to say, no. You want to die. You don't want to live without Trisla. Would you want to live without your life, mate? Finally! He confirms it. 
Not the time, Ennin. You really need to learn how to filter your thoughts. It was always Trisla and Damiel, forever and always. She would do what I couldn't. Without her, I'm incomplete, and she'd hate what I'd become. Is there any other way to break the curse? No. There's no other way. Then why are you fighting? Why won't you die and break the curse? Why do you insist on staying? I'm just a coward, Claris. I acted without thinking, and now I'm not ready to deal with the consequences. Why do you always do this? When things get tough, you say you're a coward and use it as an excuse not to do what you need to do. You know who's a coward? Suna. Suna is a coward. What I'm to doing what you're afraid to because you know it's what's right. Do you know what's right? Um, no. Would it be right for me to die to break the curse? Or would it be right to first make sure the humans suffer as much as I've been suffering? Is the suffering helpful? Is it in any way helping with the hurt from Trisla's death? Nothing will erase this hurt. Then why do you keep killing? Why do you insist on making others miserable? I am avenging Trisla. The might of my claws and the scorch of my flame shall join the bodies of those I reap and purify them of their misdeeds. And he's gone again. Where does he go? Inside his head, I guess. Where it's safe. What are we going to do? He's not himself. We have to break the curse. We can't allow the dragons to die out. But it isn't fair to him to just kill him. I'm still waiting for you to answer whether you will take my challenge. Damiel, we can't fight you. We don't want to fight you. But we need to break this curse. You will fight me, or I will proclaim to all dragons of your cowardice and lack of honor. I am not a coward. Then I challenge you. Do you accept? He has a death wish. <sighs> I know. I accept your challenge. Clarice, he's dangerous. We can still back out of this. There's no reason for us to fight. Just find another way to break this curse. No, either you go or I do. There's no easy way out of this. <gasps> that was close. Daniel, we can figure this out together. You're the smartest dragon I know. Fight me. You agreed to the challenge, so fight me. Yes, exactly. How are you enjoying this? It's the most alive I've felt in seasons. Finally, there's a challenge. Ah! My leg! He got my leg! You can do it, Clarice! Power through! I'm prepared for flames. You'll have to do better than that. We're flying now, huh? Okay, if you want to play that way, we can play that way. A dragon's greatest strength is in the air. I'd be amiss to keep us on the ground like common beasts. Did I get a menon? Can you tell? Just a minor scratch on his flank. I'm impressed by your spiral fall. It's quite proficient for a young one. For the last time, Damiel, I'm barely younger than you. Oh, his wing. She sliced it open. It was somehow beautiful watching him fall, spiraling slowly like an eagle. It was mesmerizing. I couldn't look away. I could almost forget what I had to do. 
almost. Surprising. You managed to maim me. I guess being young and unpredictable has its advantages. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt you. I don't want to break the curse. Why did you put us in this position? You can't do it, can you? Even now, when I'm already, for all intents and purposes, gone. No, Damiel. I can't. I really thought you had the fight in you. But you have a tender heart. Like Trisla did. Is that really a bad thing? No. It's not. Take care of the world for me while I'm gone. <laughs> no! Oh. Oh. He sacrificed himself. Not so much of a coward anymore, am I? <laughs> the curse will be broken and everyone can live in peace. The piece that I broke. No, it was already broken. Don't say that. <laughs> See, Trisla. She's so beautiful. Oh, Trisla. I'm coming, my love. Wait for me. He's gone. No! No, he can't be gone. It can't end like this. It's raining. He's gone. He's not coming back. No, he isn't. But this wasn't how this was supposed to happen. I thought we could find another way. Clarice, it's time to go home. Yeah, you're right. As you can see, dragons were not the villains in this story. However, they were not the heroes either. They were broken and trying to fix this world just like anyone else. But this is not how we'll be remembered. For one little girl, trudging through sun-scorched fields, was nearly carried away by a dragon hateful in her heart. This girl became a queen. Soon and the girl were two sides of the same coin, but each did as much as they could to hurt one another. Once upon a time in a land so very far away there lived dragons. These dragons were bloodthirsty and attacked unprovoked. People were terrified, but no one was brave enough to stand up to them, except for my knights. They fought against the dragons, slaying them for our honor. The worst of these dragons was Suna the Savage, a bloodthirsty monster who carried off human children for sport. I can still feel her claws around my neck. Listen closely to our tale. I'm sure that you have no reason to believe my tale. The queen has already poisoned your perception of us. But I beg you to remember that every story has two sides. And you may have been listening to the wrong one. Thanks for listening to part three of Kiss of the Dragon's Curse. It was written and directed by Gabriel Freitas, who also starred 
as Claris. I, Clayton Hester, played Damiel and Dragon One, and I also was the audio editor with many of the sound effects coming from Sound Bible, licensed under Creative Commons, and I created the music with some music loops coming from Looperman.com. The full cast of Kiss of the Dragon's Curse, including all three episodes, is as follows. Mother Elder was played by Shelby Dixon. Trisla was played by Tamitha Dummett. Suna was played by Sammy Sims. Enin was played by Satyajit Sakar, who also played the King. Dragon 3 was played by Rachel Grubbs. The Queen was played by Anna Myers, who also played Knight 2. And Josh Bernstein played Knight 1 and Dragon 2. Thank you so much for listening to this epic conclusion to Kiss of the Dragon's Curse. Though the club has been dispersed during this trying time, we still have more content in the reserve. So we're not quite done yet. We're hoping to continue to entertain you while you're stuck at home. Coming up, we'll be releasing the first published episode of Red Hawk Radio Theater After Show, a bonus edition for the public, a show reserved only for the RRT Patreon subscribers. This episode covers the conversation with the cast of Kiss of the Dragon's Curse. To help us come in swinging next semester, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get behind-the-scenes material, and you'll get future editions of the After Show. We're going to continue to build Red Hawk Radio Theater, and we're hoping you can join us. Like us on Facebook and contact us at RedHawkRadioTheater at gmail.com. This has been a production of Red Hawk Radio Theater, recorded and produced in KRCU Public Radio Studios on the campus of Southeast Missouri State University. And that's this week's show. Please check our show notes for links for both shows this week at sonicsociety.org. Oh, we're deep into transcontinental terrors run this week. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I should say this year. And we're always looking for more stops, so send all your new horror shows to mutualaudio at gmail.com. Yes, so until we see you next week when we look at Dark Send number one from Broken Bard and A Choice Between from Glenn Haskell and Misfits Audio, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward, bidding you all a wonderful day. See you next Sunday. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before...
Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine Cowlick t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlicks coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get Cowlick mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlick design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop. 